0: bottom line everybody welcome to the bottom line yaku here uh blessed day to you excited to dive into some conversations today that i think is going to be relevant to most of the listeners if it's not directly relevant to you it's definitely going to be touching your family in some sort and of course most of the things we do that that is the case we you know we, we we really Look, the show's called The Bottom Line. We're going after the root cause and hopefully not treating symptoms, but treating causes and going after it for the purpose of redemption and restoration, reformation and justice uh, in this country. And I think we are in a place where we need to have very, very particular conversations about particular things. It's time to call a spade a spade. I've lived my whole life that way. But as a culture, we want to empower you to call a spade a spade. Look at things. And get information from folks who walk on the inside uh, that maybe hopefully empowers you and equips you to be part of the fight such a person would be missy kara missy welcome
1: thank you for having me to
0: the bottom line appreciate it very much uh, to dive right in yeah, we're dealing with you know in in the, in the world of human trafficking and the things we do in fighting trafficking um, very few people really understand the nuance and how broad it really is the different the elements that speak into it, that feeds it, that perpetuates it, that leads it, allows it to happen. You know, people don't really understand the lenses. So two issues that directly impact trafficking, exploitation, the proliferation of an immoral culture, are two things that you focus on that I want to dive into with you. And we've touched on some of these elements before. One is Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't think you saw that coming, but Planned Parenthood. And the other is school districts, ISDs, independent school districts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanna have a conversation about both. Mm-hmm. And maybe starting with the school districts, you know, your your backyard is a is a Texas town, it's Fort Worth, Texas, that's where you, a lot of your fight is there. We, our fight's in all 50 states, and. W- what I'm seeing is a lot of the it's it's the ways and means, the ways they do it to what means, and that doesn't change. I can tell you, if we go to Chicago, it's going to look a lot the same, mm-hmm. or California. It's and I think when we if we can start highlighting what's really going on, what are the way that they do things, they being anybody that's not for the health of the child,
2: mm-hmm.
0: the aider and abetter, the, the 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 culprit the one that's complicit, the one that looks the other way. Those who are not proactively making every effort, according to the word of God, Paul writes and says, make every effort to protect children. So in ISD, tell me a little bit about the things that you've worked on, working on, mm-hmm. and I want to mine a little bit of information here and see
1: mm-hmm. what
0: we can what we can grab onto. Yeah.
1: That sounds great well one of the things that first jumps to mind right now is that the truth is unbelievable because the truth is inconceivable about what's actually happening in the school districts and as a as a parent a mom that what led me in was just an experience that i think a lot of your listeners if they have children in isds has experienced where we got something that we were offered and got something different Delivered. So what we were told was going to be happening in school district is different than what they did. And so that's what led me in to just begin to look into deeply what's happening in the school districts. What is going on in particular with the sex education in the United States, honestly, and uh, at a local level in Fort Worth ISD, what was going on there? So if I can just take us back just in history of what got us started was my, my daughter had a sex ed class. And we how old, had a, how old she and? was 11. 11. Okay, eleven. She was eleven, so that's sixth grade. Sixth grade. Mm-hmm. I tell people okay. still have baby teeth, mm-hmm. so if you can yeah, imagine yeah, yeah, that, course, that is grown course, but also yeah. still young. And that in her class, we got something different delivered than what we had given permission for. And let's what, start with the permission. Mm-hmm, let's start yes. with the process because I want to okay. I want to walk this thing through. Sure. So tonight,
0: because we did this. look, we tackled this, and in the film Sex Nation, if you haven't seen it, watch it. We go back ninety years. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've seen it, but we we're ninety years, and we walk mm-hmm. through how we got here. But in a practical sense, I think it's time to be very, very pragmatic mm-hmm. with Americans. Mm-hmm. No, no hyperbole and big. There's a permission slip sent mm-hmm. home.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, and What's, so the, what
0: what does the permission slip ask you to give permission for?
1: To participate in the sex ed class. And that when we received it at that time, we were giving the permission at the beginning of the school year for a class that our children wouldn't even have until the end of the school year. So they catch you unaware, you sign a permission form. The reason it happened with us in particular is I have two children and my first child had what I would say is an old version of sex ed. And so when I was getting the permission form for my daughter the second that I asked the older and said, was there anything that felt out of line from what? we've talked about it at home and she said absolutely not you know so I just assumed everything was fine and that they did not describe all the different things they were going to cover in that class in the permission form and so in my what did
0: they what from a from a curriculum perspective and sorry that I'm I'm getting granular with this but but um what did they from a permission perspective uh share with you sorry from a Curriculum perspective mm-hmm. share with you in the permission process.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, first they called it abstinence-based education. Yeah, and so that's that's a shrouded word. Um, you might hear, you know, that word may not mean what you think it means. You know, in this sex ed world, and so they called it abstinence-based education. And they also at that time called it comprehensive sexual health education. Mm-hmm. And since the time that my children have had that class or my child had that class, they've already changed the term
0: several times. Yep, yeah.
1: that's what happens. So if you're not sure when you're, if you're in that situation now, uh, the one that they use or the terms they use in this year, is called Human Sexuality Instruction. So they're already making it gender neutral. Anyway, so that was what we were told. And um, it did not allude to that they were going to be covering all of the content about LGBTQ uh, Did you get an outline
0: to the, to the curriculum? Absolutely not. Did they not. provide the curriculum? No. I, I know the answers mm-hmm. to all this, but I'm asking you for the sake of the audience.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so, there's, so there's limited disclosure. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's basically a notion of, we dare you to try and find out. Mm-hmm. And and when you do go down that path, it's very difficult to, to, to find the truth. Okay. So mm-hmm. you sign this permission slip because, mm-hmm. and then what's the age gap between the two girls?
1: Uh, three years. Okay. So mm-hmm. first,
0: first daughter goes through something. You think, okay, it's going to be the same. Mm-hmm. It's not. Mm-hmm. All right. Now we're in class and... What happened?
1: So what happened is um, she received some education that we had not prepared her to have, you know, that's discussions we had had at home, but not to talk about the backlash that may come from different worldviews. So when you're in a classroom with 11 year olds discussing a topic that even full grown adults cannot do in a polite way, um, that's what happened in our school. And so as a mother that was unaware, I just didn't know. I followed proper channels that mothers tend to do you go to the teacher you go to the admin and anyway through the process of that um i was met at with Worth specifically with upper administration just to bring my concerns to them and was met with a lot of hostility. Um, I heard things like, you're the first mother that's ever come down here and had a problem with this before. We've been oh, that, doing this.
0: I, very hard to believe. Yes, very yeah. Very hard to believe. And if you were the first, then good for you.
1: <laughs> Thank you. And so that's what they told me, but they also were just, um, their, their attitude was out of line for what I thought the problem was. And it led me to think, you know, I think there's something more going on here. And so while I was in the, the administration's office, I happened to notice several folders that were along the wall in the office and uh, through a nursing background realized that those are some policy manuals. And I just thought that was interesting and thought, you know, I better go home and look a little more into this whole program that our our daughter has just had, and through that process, that's what I really wanted to spend a time talking about today, is learning what exactly was there, mm-hmm. and so, if I can just give a little go, highlight, go. yeah, here's Absolutely. what, here's what be- I Absolutely, before out. you go, mm-hmm. I just
0: want to tell Dan, I'm getting a little bit of a buzz here in my microphone, I want to make sure the audience doesn't get that, if you can see Dan, I don't know, mm-hmm. maybe picking, okay, dive into me, like, what mm-hmm. was taught, because here's something, I just want to give p- parents a lens, mm-hmm. When they watch you and listen to you remember when you've exposed the child to it you you can't can't get get that moment moment back back. Mm -hmm. there's no no erase there's no delete delete.
1: that's true true. okay that is exactly true um and so with with the policy manuals manuals, i went home and did some research and discovered that fort worth Worth isd had been been chosen to be a pilot district to to receive grant grant funding from the cdc and it's the specific cdc division of adolescent and school health and that they had offered a grant funding opportunity that fort worth isd accepted and that they were one of 17 districts that received the funds and fort worth isd was chosen specifically to do Um, a study on the process of adopting and implementing sex ed and once i understood that i knew that this is not a local issue we're looking now at a national issue and what exactly is going on and i'll just mention too when we began this process that this was this was going on before the big wake up for parents so that this was before these things were landing up in the news and people need to be aware yes well
0: hence the reason it was called a pilot project Yes, exactly. And it migrated from California. Do you know how much money that was in the grant?
1: Um, I want to say, I, I don't want to tell incorrect facts, but I, I believe it was about a half a million Okay, so it's so substantial. It was, it was. Yeah. And um, there's something very interesting, if I can just mention this too, about Fort Worth ISD being given this opportunity, that the CDC has developed strategic goals that are associated with this program, and there's three, and then I'll walk it out. The first one is to um, create a process of adopting and implementing sex ed. The second one is to adopt a process to create access to sexual health services. And the third one is to do all of that inside of a safe, supportive environment, which is the school. Okay, and so when I looked at at Fort Worth ISD being given this opportunity, the CDC gave Fort Worth ISD a tool to choose so, sex ed by. So they gave a measurement tool. And an interesting thing I, I noticed about that tool is that it was developed by a woman named, I'll call her Dr. Susan, and she had a team, Developed a tool, but she developed a tool that a district would take and look at curriculum to say, um, this one's adequate, this one's not. So we had that tool and then Fort Worth ISD used it and then they chose a curriculum based on that tool and that curriculum happened to be written by a woman and another team member, but another woman named Dr. Susan, the same one. And that I also noticed through the process of them implementing the sex ed that Fort Worth ISD had to have a consultant come to oversee the project and make sure that the teachers are implementing this properly, that the scientific process is being followed because we, remember, are the pilot district for the nation and that we are going to set a standard for everyone to follow. And so the person that was the consultant to oversee the project is also Dr. Susan. So the same person wrote the tool she wrote the curriculum and then came to oversee the scientific process to make sure this was correct yes yeah, so
0: it's arbiter judge jury executioner nepotism and this is how this is how this works yes. they've I call them age agents of death mm-hmm. and when they find a human being that is void of any moral compass or purpose of god in their spirit and their soul that they that, that that human being that individual they. They become a workhorse. They become a pioneer, and so it doesn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. Who at that point, when that became known, mm-hmm. who, who in that moment, who's throwing their hands in the air, saying, "Hey, whoa, smoke! There's fire here. Something's not right." You and who else?
1: It was pretty much me. There was another group of people that were local who got involved, and um, that we did, we did make some. I would say some improvement in that there was at the time it was back in 2018 so the next legislative session uh, they addressed some issues about transparency of curriculum Mm -hmm. and so we did try to make an effort where uh, we were able to access and see the curriculum because that was actually one of the issues that we experienced during the time that we were uncovering all of this stuff, is hey, I'm a mom. I want to see this curriculum. Can you bring this home? Let me check a look at this and just see what what actually are you learning? Uh, we had an experience with our own teacher who got in trouble for sending home information for us to see. Uh, they were they were instructed not to give us slides that are put into the class. They yeah. were told don't send that home. You know, and it, it just really there were red flags everywhere. So anyway, back to the people. Who fought it? There was myself and some other folks, and we did um, I would say make some effort, but, but that that program stayed intact in Fort Worth ISD until last year. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
0: And and remind the viewer, what was the, the the fundamental reading material supporting the curriculum?
1: The the actual name of the curriculum. Yeah. Okay, it was called Health Smart, which is from a publisher that is in California and it's called ETR Associates.
0: And so what I, what I want people to know is these publishers come to Texas because Texas has an education surplus. We actually are buying power. We can buy curriculums. California cannot buy curriculums. They have $60 billion in debt We're fifty $52 billion in surplus. Mm-hmm. And so you find these writers of curriculum and they incubate them in Texas. They mm-hmm. come, they sell them to Texas. And, and and often what people don't understand is the power of the ISD mm-hmm. and the superintendent of the ISD mm-hmm. for curating curriculum and curating content and, and they're operating agnostic, detached from the state school board. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, there's overarching rules, but that superintendent can basically, at cart, has carte blanche to really curate a curriculum mm-hmm. for that district. And this is how these things get get put in, mm-hmm. you know, so even if you have a state mandate that says, no, we're not going to teach this in the schools, it's the independent school district superintendent that that has the ability to curate it in and then also becomes the the, the arbiter of truth because they get, they're the ones that receive the 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 information from sexual offense to misconduct and they have no oversight they, re, they report to nobody and we find in Texas that they do not report out even when schools have substantial ISD police departments mm-hmm. the the campus police, the ISD police, answer to the superintendent. They don't report out to PD. Mm-hmm. And the superintendents in Texas, we find that most of them do not report. So the teacher that that did something that is, you know, was flagged, was a whistleblower, said something. They still work. They get moved around. They work. They don't. We're not seeing prosecution. So, because you circle back, often these ISD superintendents are complicit. They allow these curriculums to come in. They allow the conversation to happen in the classroom. This this is just a fact. So you're diving in and you start saying, whoa, this is not okay. After you see what's in the curriculum, what what happens next? Walk me through that.
1: What happened next is um, a lot of what I would say problem solving once we realized what's happening um, and that it seemed that many people were unaware. And so one of the biggest efforts of all was to try and educate parents and tell them, did you know this is happening here? And that I did make a good local, local effort and then also state and national. So you start trying to get the messaging yeah. out to help people to just be aware, you know what, whatever's going on in your school, you need to take a look. Mm-hmm. Like it may not be this one, but it could be that one and it could oh. be even worse than this one. It's many. Yes, several of them Yes. Too. yes yeah. and then also beginning to understand and learn what is a parent's right, and especially a parent's right in education and try to mm-hmm. educate people on that too. Um, that one of the best offenses. I'll just put this in now, like if somebody goes, oh my gosh, this is happening now, what do we do? Um, that depending on which state you're in, that you can either do one of two things for your student that's going to be having sex education. And one is to either opt them in, which means that you have to sign a form that says, yes, I want my child to have that or opt out that's it yes so there's two different ways Mm -hmm. so it depends on what state you're in and currently texas is an opt-in state which is good that's actually a good thing so where if it's an opt out a child could come home with a they're automatically being they're being taught this exactly it's your duty
0: to to say hey man i want to i want to be out
1: Mm -hmm. and even
0: in that system i think there's massive violations of that system and again you don't need to share it 15 times when you've shared it once with a kid it's there it's it sticks it's called imprinting it's there I want to take a quick break here and thank one of our sponsors, Missy, they want to come back and dive deeper into uh, the, me- the, me- the mechanisms that drive this and exactly how they do it. Um, if you're using a cell phone, which is probably every single one of you, I recently learned that there's 5.2 billion people on the planet using phones and 5.1 billion of them are engaging in social media. And so that by s- itself tells you that children are at risk and so so why why don't don't you spend spend your your money with companies companies who help defend defend children children, like like patriot mobile patriot mobile Mobile is america's only christian conservative cell phone provider that provides you excellent service on all three major carriers whether it's t-mobile or verizon uh pick pick your pick your provider and you're going to be able to utilize that network but the money you pay every month to your cell phone service, a portion of that money is going to be invested by Patriot Mobile into causes such as ours. Yakub ministries, ministries that go and fight sex trafficking. trafficking. They, they literally help us rescue, us rescue children, children out trafficking. of trafficking. They, they go to the border good with, good with us. They fight Planned Parenthood. And on the topic of school uh, districts, they South Southlake, Texas, for instance, flip, flip school, school board, board to seats towards, towards morality, morality getting, getting the right, right people, people in the job, in order order to protect protect children. I I promise you, Verizon is not doing that. T-Mobile is not doing that. AT&T is not doing that. that, But Patriot Mobile is doing that. So why don't you vote Vote with with your your dollar and your conscience conscience and get get a a great great service? service. Why don't you go to patriotmobile.com forward slash the bottom line, mention the bottom line, and you'll get free activation. If you go online and you mention the bottom line and you call them and you say that I sent you, Yaku from the bottom line sent you, Clint Story and the team will buy you out of your old contract. I mean, you can't beat it. You can keep your number, keep your phone, get a new phone from Patriot Mobile. But what I will tell you is this is a Patriot Mobile phone. The service is excellent. And I sleep well at night knowing that I'm not sending money to people who fight for the bad guys who I fight against. So uh, not to put you on a guilt trip, but vote with your dollar and support those in our country who support life, liberty, justice, um, so check out patriotmobile.com Missy. Okay. Walk me through this system. So you start probing and saying, Hey, this is at ISD level, right? Mm-hmm. What is the feedback? Who does what? What's the pushback? What happens next?
1: So essentially when I started the pushback, there really wasn't a lot I could do because we were in a cooperative agreement with the CDC for a completion of a grant. So there wasn't much to do. So, um, that that's changed. So that's the good news. Um, But at that time, the pushback was difficult. And I also began the process, you know, I, I'll tell you, honestly, I was a mom, not a great voter, not very civically engaged, didn't know the process, didn't know where to even begin to activate. Um, And then I did learn over time, where do you go? So you try to go to your representatives and start to make those changes at a state level. And so I did work on that. And then also just a, a period of learning just Where can we be effective? What can we do? And, and educating the community is such a big component of that. And then also just encouraging parents, you have got to go get involved. So one of the things that I do personally and that some people do also is go get involved at the local school board level. So you begin to bring your concerns there. Um, but I don't think anything beats the relationship that you make as a parent with your school so with your school administrator your teacher and just really develop that relationship and also with your student and just make sure hey student i love you i care about what's going on in class please let me know like if you have something that you've been told that doesn't align to our values please let's discuss that. You know, Don't try and figure that out on your own. And um, that there's something you're probably so familiar with, but in this area of comprehensive sex ed or human sexuality instruction that they harp a lot on developing a trusted adult relationship. Yeah. Well, who is a trusted adult? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And one thing I wanted to hit on today too, is just you start looking at through lenses. Um, one of the lenses that I see this whole effort to teach sex ed in schools is through grooming. And I'm sure that's a word you use a lot here. Um, but that if you look at the stages of grooming, that there is... Well, you- well the,
0: word gr- the word grooming came mm-hmm. from the anti-trafficking movement and yeah. was adopted by those who fight against curriculum. It was birthed f- for decades in, in, because it's a method and a tactic used mm-hmm. by... And there's a lot of pushback on the word grooming and people go, it's egregious. And the reason the, reason the community that fight against diabolical education systems in school, the reason they picked up the word grooming is because it is a desensitization. It's a mechanism that a predator would use, right? And it is, and one of the first mechanisms is to build trust. That's it. Mm -hmm. And when trust is already embedded Mm -hmm. by default because it's Teacher Johnson, Mm -hmm. I trust him. He coaches my softball team Mm -hmm. and he's also my math teacher. There is a level of trust built in. The Mm -hmm. fact that it's on school premises brings trust Mm -hmm. because it's an endorsement. They'll do the right thing, right? I mean, they'll take care of the children, right? I mean, that's their job, right? I mean, they won't let the wolves onto the campus, right? And, and so there's built-in trust, which is why the word grooming is appropriate for this application yes
1: yes so when i looked at that um uh, and you already hit on this a little bit about texas is why would this program be here and so when you look at the number of public school students in the u.s there's about 50 million give or take in Mm -hmm. that texas has over five million so we've got about 10 percent of the public school population right here in texas we have the most
0: k-12 students in the country mm -hmm. second is california California.
1: exactly Yeah. yeah so why would this Why would this effort be made here? Well, of course, you're trying to capture the hearts and minds of these students. And there's so many. So anyway, just to really understand and teach other people you know when you are targeted that's one of the things about grooming is first you identify a target and then you begin to isolate those kids and just get them in a classroom setting or just get in a discussion with a trusted adult at school about it can be anything from their sexual behavior like if they're exploring their gender um, or if they're wanting to have premarital sex and where do we go you know that all of that stuff begins to develop and that it's dangerous territory because it happens during the school day when parents have no idea and um, that this this uh, CDC agreement that Fort Worth ISD got involved with um, just set the stage for success there. And so you can say that we were used again just to bring in this program and set a precedent for the nation. So that was begun in 2013 and finished in 2023. So that's been a long initiative, a long time of building the scaffolding to make this possible all over the US. So if your listeners wanted to go and look on this CDC mm-hmm. website, all of this is there. Their strategic goals, what are they trying to accomplish? And it's just laying foundation. And also, like what you said with agreeing that it's normalizing, it's desensitizing and normalizing behavior that I think actually just puts people at risk for the, it, it, not always mm-hmm. in every case, but that it does. I know uh, it
0: puts every, every, any child, mm-hmm. any child that is subject to, mm-hmm. by, by seeing or hearing, mm-hmm. or, or unfortunately at times experiencing mm-hmm. physically, this kind of thought pattern, mm-hmm. uh, indoctrination mechanism, training method, uh, social mantra, is 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 more vulnerable. Mm-hmm. No question. There, mm-hmm. There's no question, and it is more at risk. You know, there's no doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rebecca, do me a favor. Pull up for me um, the superintendent of Fort Worth ISD. P- pull the superintendent up, please, and let me know when you got it. We'll go full screen. Mm-hmm. the The conversation here. Um, is about mechanisms and what they use, but but it's time also to talk about who's doing this, who's allowing this. So it's school boards, it's the superintendents, and they push these things. And as you said, hey, judge, jury, ex- executioner, v- built a system to vet it, you know, vet it and chose their own, own program, and et cetera, et cetera, you know. And, and, and so this is how they do it. Um, so when we talk about... Uh, twenty two is Angelica still the superintendent. So
1: she is. So when the yeah. program that I'm talking about got here, it was actually prior Pre- it to It was prior to Angelica. Prior so can you an-
0: can you go to, but Angelica is the superintendent now? Currently. Which means she is currently the steward over Fort Worth ISD, which means currently she should be part of the solution. Mm-hmm. Fixing it. Can you go to the previous previous superintendent? I'm gonna show you a little exercise here. When you go Dansby. No? Kent uh, Scribner. Okay. Mm -hmm. When you take these guys, and I want to, I just want to, I want to show 87,000 students at that time up to 2018. Mm -hmm. So you're talking about one individual, Kent Scribner here, making decisions for 87,000 individual children, potentially 60,000 families. That's how you impact culture. Mm That's how you move the needle at a radical scale. That's one district, singular. We have 254 counties in Texas. That's That's one district. district. Some Some of these districts districts are so large. When you start looking at Plano, ISD, with a single high school with 5,000 students in it, it, the power that these superintendents hold to to move move the the needle. needle when it, when it comes, comes to, to, the to the hands of people, evil makes, makes you understand, understand why for decades, decades those who have a radical agenda to sexualize and break american children invested in local government they invested in the school board who the superintendent is is very important to them the county judge the county clerk the district attorney that's how you move local culture and then you get to a situation where you see greg abbott saying hey no more masks in schools. And you have Clay Jenkins and uh, Inohosa in Dallas, the Dallas uh, superintendent ISD is going, no, you can't come to school without a mask. Mm -hmm. And the governor is saying no masks. you go, wait a minute, how is an ISD superintendent usurping a governor? But they are, because they're daring the governor to come down to our county level Come down here to my ISD and come fight this battle. Understanding that it's impossible for leadership, an attorney general, or a governor to go county to county, ISD to ISD, and fight this. Then, well, then you ask, well, where's the Texas State School Board of Education? Where's the the the, the institution that keeps schools safe in in Texas? Which we have a whole a whole board. It's all they're supposed to do. And then when you start digging in, you, you go, well, they don't consider this unsafe. They don't consider this problematic. And I may remind people that we're talking about a conservative state here that is red. That is a super, we have a super majority in the House and the Senate. We're not even talking about New Jersey or, you know, Brownsville or or Chicago, for crying out loud, right? We're talking about heartland here because if you can break it here it'll fly everywhere and so fort worth becomes this Mm -hmm. pilot and you said it's a pilot project Mm -hmm. right it's just Mm -hmm. a pilot project to completely destroy children and see how does it work and then they go yeah it works Mm -hmm. let's go let's Mm -hmm. double down that's right yeah
1: yeah we did fort worth at the end of that study that they did have a success story and of course this all just looked very very good and very since good. And done, and I've started to educate people. I've even by other districts around the nation said, who have said, said, you know you what? what? I've heard, I've heard something you've before, said before, and, just and we just saw this, this happening here in Washington State or in Georgia. This very thing that you've said is happening, and that they're very, very bold with their plan. One of the things. One in the website the thing i saw in the website for the cdc that just it'll give you a shiver is that they have these strategic goals and that they are doing what's called and i'm sure you've heard of this but capacity building yes so what does that imply mm-hmm. you know where are we headed and um, yeah and,
0: and the new term command economy right? Mm-hmm. right command economy really literally when you see in your children's schools that they're teaching command economy command economy is just to replace the word command with socialism mm-hmm. and marxist and in communism that's what it is it's a it's a communist agenda. They call it command economy. But I want people to understand here, this stuff gets birthed often in Texas. It does. Deep in the heart mm-hmm. of what you would consider to be the, the you know, the Alamo state, the last man standing to defend against these things is where it gets incubated, mm-hmm. often funded, of course, with earmarked and federal funding. question that should be asked is, what in the love of life is the cdc doing you know instructing curriculum to children Mm -hmm. regarding sexuality and then you got to go way back and see the role of the cdc and Mm -hmm. the players and the money and and the power and but but to any common man that would just look at and go why is this a why is this a cdc conversation why is the grant coming through the cdc Mm -hmm. what about the department of education Isn't this education? What about what about you know? Even if it was health, and human services, you could say, yeah. I mean, we could draw some sort of a okay. You know. No, it's the CDC, mm-hmm. and how the CDC has been used as an as an agency of destruction mm-hmm. in this country. Okay, so you go to bat, you go to war. Hopefully, over time, you raise up some other parents, and they start fighting. Mm-hmm. Talk to me a little bit about the impact Mm -hmm. in Fort Worth.
1: Yeah, so locally, um, we're so excited that the state of Texas changed some laws. They did updates about the process of adopting and implementing sex ed. And then also the State Board of Education did updates to the health or Texas Essential Knowledge and Skills, and that was done at the same time, and that that actually forced districts all over the Texas to um, go back through the process of readopting health education curriculum and sex education curriculum and we happen to notice that Fort Worth ISD circumvented the process over a year ago and that they actually illegally purchased the material that I've been discussing I'll call it yeah. out it's health smart from ETR associates and that they illegally purchased it before following the processes that were adopted in 2021 so the the parents that you're referencing and other stakeholders so community members voters you know passionate people here are passionate about taking care of children um, got involved and got the district to have to stop what they were doing and begin the process over and so i do have to give uh, kudos we may not all see eye to eye with Angelica Ramsey, Doctor Ramsey, but that she did put a stop to what had been happening and has had.
0: No, she did. She, she did do She, it. she inherited mm-hmm. a a a disaster mm-hmm. and then took action. She but did. now there's a battle going forward. The battle is not done. Exactly. In 2021, this show, this team, our our organization, got used to be very instrumental in in the reform of ticks and in, mm-hmm. in blocking, you know, the stuff that we've uncovered in the. And the texas education standards mm-hmm. uh, and in every 10 years there's a review of a different department and it's you know and we've now gone through two of these mm-hmm. sessions but that session was war mm-hmm. it was it was um it was blood sport and unfortunately what we found was that many who were fighting for the implementation mm-hmm. were, were conservative mm-hmm they were what you would call, call on right, the right mm-hmm. you know and they were fighting for it because it, because it shouldn't should be that hard we are a super majority so mm-hmm. something like this if we agree no this is bad for children should fly through and then you get resistance and you go well who's resisting because it because we don't need, we don't need their, their vote, vote. Oh, wait oh wait a minute these people, people that we thought, thought were in our camp,
1: camp. Mm-hmm. i've the, run into that a lot <laughs> the thinks,
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's the a trojan, trojan horse it's not the fight without it's the fight within. That's true. That's in fact spiritual. Mm -hmm. It's the battle inside me. I mean, it's that's that's the biggest biggest battle battle people will face, and so that's That's the difficult. difficult, That's the sleeper cell that that's in the belly of the beast in this thing. thing. Okay, Okay. so So help help me understand then from there your work uh, regarding Planned Parenthood.
1: Oh yes, yes, Yes. Yes. that. Okay, Okay, so. so long story short with the cdc program it did three things adopt implement sex ed create access to sexual health services and that is where planned parenthood comes in and the third thing just to remind everybody safe supportive environment which means take the parent out of the picture. Okay. So Planned Parenthood, what I found out with the CDC is when they're making recommendations for a uh, sexual health services provider, that it doesn't exactly say to use Planned Parenthood. However, when I started doing research, I see Number one, in Fort Worth ISD, the number one referral for students, if anybody walked into a teacher or to a nurse or a counselor, uh, administrator, and said, I need these services, the number one referral in Fort Worth ISD is to Planned Parenthood. Mm -hmm. I did research actually at the state level and and national level and can see, depending on what state you're in, that Planned Parenthood is now beginning to open clinics inside of schools. So in California... If a student rides a bus to school, they can actually get a permission to get out of class and go to a Planned Parenthood clinic that is inside of their school, and go back to class, ride the bus home, go home, and a parent has no idea. Which, remember,
0: in a child's eyes, carries the endorsement of the school
1: because
2: mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. they're true. there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Carries the isn't that the argument where the school cannot endorse Christian prayer mm-hmm. because the school cannot choose what faith should be promoted over another, but the but the but the school can endorse abortion mm-hmm. under the banner of healthcare mm-hmm. in on school premises. This is this is the where I want people to understand that it's so close, uh, you know, in and it may surprise people to learn, well, why Planned Parenthood? Because John Dewey, Alfred Kinsey Fast forward to the writing. God spoke to me one morning, and this is 2017, and he said, go to Scotland, go to Scotland, and I find this curriculum that's being written, which ends up being Comprehensive Sex Ed. But the curriculum is being written at that time and being drafted by Planned Parenthood, SICUS Mm -hmm. in the U.S., Mm -hmm. UNESCO, which is the United Nations arm to defend and protect children, Mm -hmm. right, Um, and the CDC. And the World Health Health Organization. So those five entities literally, but they didn't write it as a curriculum because they're too cowardly. They wrote a new sexual manifesto for the world's youth was the document. We have the document. And from that, they birthed, went to Lagos, Nigeria and, and all over and then they birthed Comprehensive Sex Ed and you get it's perfectly normal for ten-year-olds, and what's happening to my body, boys and girls, and all the way to today, where people are struggling with lawn boy, and in the 185 or so books on our website at the moment. But the foundation of it is written by these organizations that tout themselves to be pro-child uh, mm-hmm. and for, in you know, and so the, the so it's easy then to circle back and say, well, yeah, we're gonna have a plant parenthood clinic on campus. Mm-hmm. Part and parcel with this curriculum, it's kind of like the woman who who, who wrote the program mm-hmm. and the curriculum and Planned Parenthood was a co-author mm-hmm. of this sick, twisted, you know, manifesto that became curriculum mm-hmm. to sexualize children. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's if you think of it for Planned Parenthood, it's a great business model.
2: Mm-hmm. Create
0: the problem and then render a solution. You know what? You don't have to keep that baby. Mm-hmm. You're the ones who sexualize these kids. You're the ones in line with Alfred Kinsey. You're the ones who are, are handing out you know, condoms to 10-year-olds saying, basically promoting sex, understanding that under 20% are going to use the condom. You, They know what they're doing. This is a beautiful mechanism, and it's by design, and parents are blind to it until it's too late mm-hmm. one day. When your child comes home and goes, oh, 10-year-old's talking about anal sex, and you go, where did you hear that? Mm-hmm. Oh, in a classroom.
1: From a trusted adult. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. Fillet that a little bit for us. Your world and what you're seeing and what you've seen, particularly from a money perspective and mm-hmm. from that kind of stuff. Yeah.
1: yeah, some of the concerns I had is obviously what they're doing there and that we look at the populations that they serve you know if it's children that they can do more you know they're technically known as an abortion provider but that some people still don't know that they've also taken in the gender modification and hormone therapy Mm -hmm. treatment that's a Mm -hmm. big part of their business model now so it makes a lot of sense why would we be trying to tell everybody you know it's okay to wear a rainbow now you know that there's your services right there with the Planned Parenthood Um, but anyway that I saw lots of things that they're able to do you know with the contraceptive that they can offer, um, some of the things that my concerns are is how do they get um, payments and so that you depending on the student it could be through medicaid that's an issue right there yeah. you know, where your taxpayer dollars 100%. are getting involved yep yep yeah. and that um also that there is something too i don't want to oversee just for a minute or, or overstep or miss Ms. saying excuse me is, is exactly that there's also this thing called school-based health clinics have you heard of those yes, yes yeah so that's a whole nother ball of wax right there is that yeah Yes. Bad, bad so but all of these services are available we're
0: talking to now where you're going we're mm-hmm. talking about administering health care mm-hmm. medication
1: mm-hmm.
0: vaccination outside of parental consent
1: mm-hmm. and it could be for sexual health and,
0: and you and you may not ever know
1: mm-hmm and it could be sexual health or mental and behavioral health. And that's another whole, yeah. that's another podcast yeah. for another day. Yeah, well, labeling <laughs> a child. And look, yes. and it's
0: so simple. You know, All you do is sit with a child and tell the child, you know what? You have this. Mm-hmm. And it sticks. Whether that child has it or not, now you can prescribe. You can alter behavior and mood. You can move. In. It's, it's, it's control. It's absolutely, it's an overreach of control. But remember, look, we, we're watching the television, the telly, as they say in Britain. And the president of the United States, in a semi-lucid moment for a for a minute, okay, says the truth, and he says, "Look, it's not your children; it's our children." For a minute, he's he's speaking, but maybe out of out of out of school, from what they discuss, you know, in the halls of the of the White House. It's not our your children; it's our children. And that's the mindset. The school wants control. They are creating, and that's what predators do. Mm-hmm. They create a barrier between the subject, their target, and the support system. Mm-hmm. They alienate and isolate the support system. They build trust. I become your trust network. You can trust us. We've got schools now where the, the, the kids have different lo- lockers with different clothing, where they can transition and dress different at school and say, just don't tell your mom, but we'll call you Susie at school. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink don't tell your mom but we'll we'll tell you where to go to go get you know gender affirming health care or whatever it is or transitional you know medicine or whatever mm-hmm. parents this is this is serious this is a war this is the state department mm-hmm. initiating taking control of your children mm-hmm. i don't know that you can be more communist than that
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: that is china looking at a woman going you're not allowed to have a child mm-hmm. hitler saying if you have two pick one or actually, we'll pick for you. The other one does not deserve to live. Mm-hmm. This, this is. People keep saying we're going there. We're not going there. We're there. there. We're there. Mm-hmm. They just don't shout it boldly for what it is, like Xi Jinping does, and go. Yeah, I'm a communist. Mm-hmm. Ping is a communist, and and my people are my subjects, and they're gonna work for me. But we're doing it.
1: And they're normalizing it at schools, too. They're teaching the students, you know, we're in a crisis of climate. We're in a crisis of food resources, We're a crisis of this, and that it's actually normalizing to children now to say, we don't even really need the population so much. You yeah. know so you look at yeah. one of the driving factors to why did this get started in the first place, and there mm-hmm. was this population council and it' was developed to stop, you know population control. thats there anyway,
0: yeah. No, no, this is the truth. So okay, so in Planned Parenthood, are you seeing, Missy, the tide rising, increasing, or are you say, seeing it rescinding? Is are, are you know, what are you is there momentum building in their favor? Are they gaining territory or are they losing territory?
1: You know, I think that's a great question. And so from the outside, you know, that it's always the question that surface and then what's deeper. Yeah. Um So sure, people are more aware. What is Planned Parenthood doing? But are people aware that Planned Parenthood operates not under Planned Parenthood's umbrella? so that they have all of these other organizations that they're working with. They may be funding them, they may be funding people who are going to make policy that helps them to be successful. And maybe it isn't called Planned Parenthood, it's something else. And so I'll give one specific example that I noticed in California. Is Planned Parenthood okay, so they open clinics in the schools, but are they gonna call all of those Planned Parenthood clinics? No, that they're gonna call it a well-being center. That was the most recent thing that I've seen. So do I see Planned Mm. Parenthood itself under that name being successful, it's debatable. I mean and from what I see. However, I think they're roaringly successful. You know, oh, what they're doing.
0: I, I, if you ask me, they're gaining territory because of this very thing. And mm-hmm. it's it's this whole thing I always tell people, it's impossible to move culture without changing language. Mm-hmm. So when 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 there's an uprising, take Roe v. Wade mm-hmm. Roe way it happens. The, the Supreme Court does the right thing. It said, you know what? We overstepped in 1972. We should never have ruled on this. It's not our job. It's a job for the states. And they really didn't make a ruling. Mm-hmm. They just said, we're out of the conversation. Mm-hmm. It's back to the states. Mm-hmm. They didn't rule that it's legal. They just said not legal. Go to the states, right? right. All of a sudden, there's a focus on Planned Parenthood. Oh, oh my gosh, gosh. Abortion. abortion. They go, Ch- we'll change the name. It's a wellness center.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: True Wellness Center. Mm -hmm. Uh Comprehensive Sex in California, when they started funding it and they and they ran the bill through it, and the bill passed in 43 seconds because they ran the bill under gender affirming health care. Health care. Well, and then they stand on the floor because I was there and they go, Well, who's against health care for children? Mm -hmm. you want to tell me you're against health care for a kid who may be, you know, transgender? Mm -hmm. Nobody's against health care for anybody. Mm And this is the game they play in politics. And then they gang up on him in committee, and they say, oh, and they brand him. You can go to Austin, Texas right now and go, look at what Dade Phelan, okay? And he's going to lose his seat. Oh, man, I pray he loses his seat because he's in a lifeline and cut the lifeline for his seat. Mm -hmm. Dade Phelan does this. He's got cronies in that house and literally like bullies on the schoolyard who didn't get picked for flag football. And this is their moment to come back. They gang up against rookie politicians and they come in and they brand them. Mm-hmm. This is literally in the cafeteria, they go, oh yeah, there's the, there's the, you know, Johnny, let's call it Johnny's against healthcare for kids. Absolutely untrue. Right. Absolutely not true. They, but they just brand them and they label them and they pressure, and this is what they do. Mm-hmm. And then they call Johnny's people who fund him and they say, Hey, did you know Johnny's against healthcare for kids? All of a sudden, the, the, the donors are calling Johnny going, what the heck, right? I'm like, whoa. where?" Did, and, and it spreads like wildfire because lips are loose and the tongue is sharper than the sword. And all of a sudden, Johnny is snowed in with defending himself.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And there's a notion out there that, oh, he's again. Meanwhile, what he said in a committee meeting is, wait a second. If you want to fund the sexual mutilation of children, say you want to fund the sexual. Don't say it's a health care bill. Mm-hmm exactly but this is how you win culture wars is you change language mm. and so, so you see, you see it firsthand mm-hmm. okay, okay i've asked you whether that tide is rising, rising I and i think, think it's rising it's rising. Think it it's rising and it's and it's like think, that game at uh, i don't want to endorse any particular you know arcade but arcades is a little minion game where you whack them mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. we're playing whack-a-mole at the moment because every day there's another one popping up mm-hmm. just trust that they're tethered to mm-hmm. money And the money's flowing through Planned Parenthood, through the CDC, through the World Health Organization, through the World Economic Forum. Mm -hmm. They funnel their money through the Clinton Foundation, through the Soros Camp. They don't have, you can name it, you can put lipstick on a pig, it's a pig. They can name, people just need to start thinking that way. Oh, this one's good. Mm -hmm. It says that it's healthcare. Look into it. Mm -hmm. Just dig in and follow the the money. What have you found with money?
1: Oh gosh, that on was... these two subjects, yeah,
0: ISDs and Planned Parenthood.
1: Yeah, primarily, it was the CDC grant. So I saw, and we've hit on a lot of these things today already, about yeah. CDC targeted Fort Worth ISD. And you hit on one thing about we are a conservative city and a conservative county and a conservative state. And I did actually look to see about the other... There were 17 districts that got chosen for this. And where were they demographically? Yeah. Were they left-leaning or right-leaning, where they blue or red. And that really Fort Worth was the most conservative one. And you already hit on it. You're like, why did they pick that one? It's because if you could do it here, it will go everywhere. So following the money, of course, you hear a lot if you're a local, um, that there's tons of money being poured into Fort Worth and Tarrant County in specifics because people want to get a stronghold in Texas. And it could be for a number of things, but specifically with the sex said, yes. So the money came from the CDC. Um, it was in a it was allocated through an appropriations. So this was in the Obama years. So that with the committee it was just allocated to go directly to the CDC. And it worked actually with the Health and Human Services Department and the Department of Education. So you've hit all the entities already um, that they all work together to develop this process. And that in my opinion, so I'm I'm a mom first nurse by training so some of these things i've had to learn over time but it seems like that was all set up with intent to do the same process all over so So you look at where the money is funding for we want to fund it so that we can get these students to be in a school in a public school and that and i and i want to say i also i support the idea of public school i just don't support the things that are happening in public school right now anyway um but that this money comes in and then it's actually driving wedges between the kids and their parents you know that this is one of the things that we see when a nation is going to be, you know, are we going to be stronger or weaker from the inside or from the outside? And I see it as driving us down to be weaker here. So we're easier to control. And anyway, so following the money there. And then also the money worked together with Planned Parenthood. So you look at the CDC funneling money to the school districts, they're doing this program, and that one of their initiatives is to refer students out to sexual mm-hmm. health services. And that so they're using, in my opinion, taxpayer dollars 100%. to promote yeah. Planned Parenthood. Yeah. So it's a self self funding cycle. So one of the things you talked about was, you know, this is a great revenue generating model right yeah
0: look yeah. and by deep by definition by definition if you look at that it falls within the definition of human trafficking mm-hmm. the definition of human trafficking is the exploitation of persons through the mechanisms of force fraud coercion it's fraudulent mm-hmm. to tell the taxpayer that you're paying into a healthcare fund but it's funding planned parenthood it's fraudulent okay It's forceful when you give a child one option and say, hey, our mandatory reporting structure is Planned Parenthood, not your church organization that could give you a spiritual perspective on pregnancy, on teen pregnancy. You're forcing them in a direction, okay? And they're lying to them, to the parents. They lie to you. They send you a permission slip. They're coercing you. They're defrauding you. By definition, it is a human trafficking program. When you get into this, into CPS,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you start seeing how this is laced with CPS, when you start seeing some of these healthcare initiatives inside CPS, when you learn that CPS kids don't even see the doctor, prescribed medicine just show up, and this is documented
2: mm-hmm.
0: that doctors say, I've never met that kid, but you're giving him Ritalin? You you you're tagging him with a label that he's going to carry for the rest of his life, and, and and Scripture says, "As a man thinks, so is he." You tell a child today, "This is why I can't stand labels." Okay, I hate them, I can't stand it. You tell a kid, "You know what? You got ADHD, right?" You're branding that kid. It's now a belief system. You're on the spectrum, you know. you you're doing this, and then you reinforce it in the school system. Now we're going to medicate you. Decades. Mm -hmm. This child is going to become an adult and carry this. That alters behavior. It's to an end. It's because the end justifies the means to these people. Mm -hmm. And the means are what? How far will they go? Whatever. There is no limit. There's no limit. Because if it's not birthed by God, then it's birthed by Satan. It's life or death and this produces death it's death to a culture it, it destroys a child their future and, and we don't even have to be as egregious as saying gender mutilation double mastectomies in texas the leading state in the country and the world in 2022 2023 for performing double mastectomies on 12 year old girls texas
2: mm.
0: so this notion that oh it's somewhere else It's on the foreign field. It's all these crazy Californians. They break it here. Mm -hmm. They break it in Tennessee and Kentucky and Alabama and Louisiana and Texas and Oklahoma in the red states. Because they know. This is Frank Sinatra's version. If you can make it in New York and entertainment, you can make it anywhere. If you can break it into the school system in Texas, Mm -hmm. you got 50 million children Mm
2: -hmm.
0: to indoctrinate. Mm -hmm. And you got a new 50 million children Mm -hmm. every 10 years. As they graduate and it's just it's it, that's how you fundamentally change a nation they don't worry about the baby boomers they're set mm-hmm. in their ways and, and it's the youth it's the future and so i say today i believe it's 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 more prominently evident that today as a parent you've got to be a helicopter parent you've got to be involved you've got to look and check everything mm-hmm. everything Ask questions. The school sit coming come and go, Oh, good night. Missy is on the campus. Well, why is that a problem? Because she's, she's going to kick rocks, rocks over. She's, she's going to read curriculum. curriculum. She's ask going questions. to ask questions. She's going to. She's going to. She's going to. Because she's but why? Because she's a good steward, steward of what, of what God, God gave her this little, little thing called children. children. Who, belongs Who belongs to God, by the way. So for the so fight, for the you're, fight in, you're in, and for what you're doing, can't you honor you now, enough, can't thank you, now, can't you, can't now, you, keep you enough. Fighting keep fighting in Fort Worth, because, because as we, we win victories, even if it's, even it's in one ISD, one ISD, you now, you now can go, go to ISD other ISDs around the country and say, Hey, look at, look, look at, at, look at South Lake, flip the school board in a, a night, it's possible. Hey, look at Missy, look at Angelica, as an ISD superintendent, you can go against the system. Just a little, little sidebar. It's so, it's so ironic when we, when we talk, talk about fort, fort worth being, being the pilot project for this funding, funding from the cdc out of all, all districts in the country fort, fort worth is, is more conservative than dallas fort worth, fort worth is. is we, we got, got cobblestone, cobblestone in, in the stockyards. stockyards i mean we walk bulls then. down main street at 11 30 in the morning right fort worth is also the district with the most broken family court system in the country we have judges giving giving children children to to pedophiles pedophiles, taking them away from their mother in fort Worth today in fort Worth, not one case we're involved in five of them Mm
1: -hmm.
0: it's wake up moment Mm
1: -hmm. that's an important point and i have something coming to mind a friend of mine taught me this uh, when we're talking about sex ed but all of these things is that we're facing a national crisis that is solved at a local level 100%. and that I just love to encourage people and say, you know, when we're listening to big topics like this, what can you do? So if it's okay, I'd love to say some, we have to give them action things. items. Yeah, there has to be
0: a commission. Yes, some please, practical go. Things. Please. Yeah,
1: definitely. So solving it at a local level, let's say, uh, in a broad sense at a local level, if you are a parent that's just on the wake up, please, please, please go get involved at your school, go to your campus, get to know your administrators, your teachers, look at what your children are doing. That's such an important thing and develop those relationships there. Pay attention to what your school board is doing, get involved, start talking to your community and say, has your child come home with something interesting that I hadn't heard about before? Or can I tell you what happened with mine? You know, all of that local involvement is so important. And then if I can bring it in just to a local for us, if you're listeners here, here in Fort Worth, that I want to um, say something good has happened. And so that we did this program we've t- spent a lot of time talking about health smart, uh, that we were able to interrupt the process that Fort Worth ISD was about to adopt it and did, purchase it illegally and keep it for eight years and that we've interrupted the process and are at a point where we are near about to have a different curriculum adopted in Fort Worth ISD. So we're within two weeks. So this is great timing. to And be why here.
0: did that happen, Missy?
1: Well, that happened because some mama bears, including me, we stood up and we Come said on. no. Little pushback. No, we did. We pushed back a, a little lot. pushback. <laughs> we I, I want to
0: tell America: the yeah. tail is wagging the dog in this country. Mm-hmm. They're changing the fabric of our nation for one percent. Then one percent can change it back. That's true. It's never been the masses. Mm-hmm. It was twelve boys walking with Jesus, not twelve thousand.
1: Right. Right.
0: It's, it's, it's Gideon's 300, mm-hmm. not Gideon's 10,000. So people always want to wait for the Calvary to show up. You are the Calvary. You
1: are it. Oh, You're somebody it. to teach me, you need to be the hero that you are looking for. You're you it. Gotta you got to do it. You get
0: four or five other moms mm-hmm. together. Moms don't understand. Principals shudder. I'm telling you, I wasn't kidding. When you walk into your kid's campus, they go, good grief, Missy's here. Which means straighten up, walk straight, troubles coming. She's can't. So here's what I'm going to tell parents. Rebecca, can you pull up our website and go to our resource page, please, while I'm doing this? And then when she's got it up, let's go full screen. People don't need to see me, let them see this resource page. Go to your child's school right now and ask if you want to see the curriculums. Now brace yourself. Just brace yourself for a minute if you're not met with a cup of cocoa and a warm hug. and it's like, why? And, and we don't have it and it doesn't work that way. Yes, it does. You have the right to ask for the curriculum. You want to see it. Uh, social studies, math, science, you want to see it. Meet the teachers. A little thing like a teacher knowing that you're watching by itself deters them from targeting your child specifically. They go for soft targets. If that, well, that's a nice mom, she never asks questions, that's a problem. That is a problem. You may have to put on a different skin if you're an introvert and go and fight for your child. Go to a resource page. Read what books should and should not be in your school's district. Then go and square up with your superintendent, your principal. You know, If there's sex ed in your child's school, are any of these books in my child's school uh, across the country, wherever it is? The resources on that page is going to teach you how to talk to your teenage son about pornography, resources to help your children get out of pornography, resources to help you as a parent, not on the one hand being complicit, but saying you want to fight it. On the other hand, your own, your own demons you struggle with, get help. Our resource page is loaded with over 1,200 pieces of resource, all pointing towards the health and safety of children. Educate yourself ask for help if you need help, and then go physically do something. God says, Paul writes, make every effort. I'll ask this. Have you made every effort, every effort to make sure that your school is not indoctrinating your child? And if the answer is honestly no, then go do something. Go do something. Go ask questions. Go get involved. And this includes the football coach, the softball coach, Forty 25 to 47% of sex trafficking domestically in America. 25 to 47% across all 50 states. Some states it's 47%, some it's 27%. 25 to 47% of sex trafficking in America is on the hands of the caregiver.
2: Mm.
0: It's somebody that already has proximity with a child, that already has trust. Mm. That's the indoctrinator, that's the abuser. So by just asking questions and just letting them know, uh-oh, this mom is engaged. Now, it's great to get moms engaged, I love it. The game changes when dads get engaged. I agree. Not that moms can do it, but there's something. When that husband and wife stand together, there's a different authority. authority, there's a different power that comes in. So fathers, to the, to the, the wives, wives, the moms, the mama, the mama bears. bears, I was raised by a single mom, my wife is a mama bear, get your husbands, to understand it is their duty. It is their duty as a father to defend and protect all children, not just their own. And if you don't have small kids, then defend some some other kids. Mm-hmm. Messi, God bless you. Um, you. Please go to that website. There's so much. Dive into it. Um, we're just about out of time. I want to close with reminding you that sometimes there's corporations who actually pray about their businesses. Storyville coffee would be that. Melanie and her team at Storyville coffee made a decision that they will full fledgedly with their founder, John and Esther, support our ministry to to rescue rescue children children from from sexual sexual slavery. slavery. Could Could there be be a greater greater cause than than that that. to To say every child deserves to dream, be liberated, be set free, be protected by community, which is what we're talking about. And so if you drink Storyville coffee, Every single cup you drink, you're helping us to rescue children, save children, get them through restoration, get them the love and care they deserve. I had to drink Starbucks this week, and I felt guilty. I hope you feel guilty when you drink Starbucks, because they fund Planned Parenthood, which means they fund the very curriculums we are against. Storyville Coffee is really on a search and rescue mission and dedicates their whole company They have a uh, love everybody slogan. That's the heart of Jesus. Not love everything. They love truth, but love everybody. Check out Storyville Coffee. Go to storyvillecoffee.com. No special promo code. You don't have to mention us. Just go to storyvillecoffee.com. Subscribe. They deliver it to your door. By the way, number one roaster in the U.S. for almost a decade running. The best coffee you can buy, and you can feel good about it. So why don't you drink caffeine? Feel good about it and help us rescue children by drinking coffee. Missy, thank you. Thank you. Missy Kiara, you're a champion. God bless you. We're praying for you. Fight harder tomorrow than you did today. Get more moms to join you and encourage the moms to bring the dads. Mm -hmm. And we appreciate you. Thank you so much. God bless you. Talk to you guys next time.